Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The Bigger Picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to The Bigger Picture. Well, as the dust settles from the latest FOMC meeting, investors appear to be starting to raise expectations that the Fed may be near the end of its rate hiking cycle. But that picture is getting noisier as investors digest the potential implications of a crisis in confidence in some parts of the US banking sector and also the spillover effects. Let's check in with Hilda Jensen. She is the head of Fundamental Equities at Nordia Asset Management. Morning, Hilda. Good morning, Ryan. Great to have you on. Happy Friday. So lots to digest as we head into the weekend. So of course, in the past few days, a lot of focus on what's been playing out in the banking industry. We had the SVB fallout first, and then we have the entire episode around Credit Suisse and the UBS takeover. How is all that shaking up markets, specifically the banking sector right now? Yes, uh, I think it's been a, a very eventful week, to say the least. There's been a lot going on. And even though here in Asia, we're not at the epicenter of some of the crises you just mentioned, we can still see the spillover effects in the stock markets around the world. So that goes to show us that when investors act and there is a sort of a crisis in confidence, then people tend to act, sell first, and then ask questions later. I think part of the picture that you also mentioned going forward is going to be the key focus for investors to look at, like us, and we see here some key opportunities that we want to focus more on and also take increased positions in. Yeah, how do you look at banks right now, especially with what's playing out in the sector, all the implications of what might be spillover effects potentially, as well as where interest rates are going? Yeah, I think it's a very interesting and sometimes uh, frustratingly difficult picture, right? Because you have a bifurcation in the U.S. market between the larger banks that are in a better position to handle an eventual uh, rate increase should it uh, come now in the month of May. And you have the mid to, to small cap section of the market that is less regulated in the U.S. and therefore also more vulnerable should there be further pressures on their income position. So we tend to gravitate towards the larger banks in the U.S. Uh, in Europe, we also have some exposure to banks. Uh, European banks were also sold down last week. Uh, and here we see some opportunities that, that we also increased positions in. In Asia, we've taken more positions added on to our positions in insurance companies because we see them as attractive and also being sold down uh, together with the rest of the financial sector. Yeah, talking about potential in Asia, how does China fit into your equation right now? Yeah, China is, is uh, very interesting to us, uh, primarily also because uh, obviously China has a prominent position in the world economy, but for us as long-term sustainable investors, China plays a key role in the green transitioning. And here we see some interesting investment opportunities longer term in the renewable sectors. And, and here we look at those companies with very strong a forward-looking profit picture. We also look at strong business models with, uh, with a clear competitive advantage in their respective areas. And specifically, we look at the renewable sectors and the components, the suppliers that are able to control their own pricing, have pricing power, and uh, that are able to uh, play a key role in the value chain, delivering either components or technology know-how into the rene renewable sector in China. And we generally take the approach of going via A-shares in this market. Mm. When you look at the China reopening story, has that been pretty much priced in there? 
Yeah, if you asked me that question in January, Ryan, my my answer would be absolutely yes. And I would be a little concerned that the market in January was a little bit maybe too optimistic in terms of the reopening happening with a big, great bang. And I think we've sort of seen a more measured approach, a more gradual reopening of China. And that has now been priced in more into the market expectations. I think, though, based on some of the numbers that we are seeing out of uh, consumer companies, these are guidance numbers that are being released. We can see a restocking of some of the inventories out there. That means that managements have a clearer picture of the order books going forward, and they're quite optimistic, and hence investing in their inventories to be able to meet an increasing demand on the back of a reopening in China. So we're actually in some segments of the consumer discretionary space, we don't think that it is priced in quite yet. Okay, that's quite interesting to see um, the consumer sentiment when it returns. We're chatting with Hida Jensen. She is the head of fundamental equities for Nordia Asset Management. Now, Hida, we talked about the US, which is going through some issues. Europe, of course, a bit of a slowdown there. China, a bit more promising. Does this suggest that you are moving your allocation more towards this part of the world? I think uh, on the on the global level, we have uh, a good exposure to uh, Asia, and we are adding on to those cases that we see very attractive long term. I think it's it's great to be here in Asia and see sort of the level of energy and the difference between uh, the mood in the U.S. Uh, and also in Europe, and here uh, now being in Singapore. It is a quite a different environment. So I hmm. think from a global perspective, if you're an equity investor, this is definitely a region you want to keep a close eye on. It also, for Asia in general, I think has a tailwind that uh, the U.S. and Europe does not, which is a structural growth long-term trend that we'd like to, to be part of. And we've just been through a round of earnings. What do you take away from the latest commentary? You've been hearing a lot about cost pressures, expenses going up, and then on the consumer side of things, they're also facing a rising cost of living. So is there enough room to pass on the costs to consumers and for the earnings growth to come through? Yeah, that's the key question for us. When we look at those companies to invest in, we want to see that the company has a degree of pricing power. So meaning the ability to pay to to pass on costs not just uh, to consumers but also to their respective first uh, tier clients so we look at those uh, typically those companies would have either a brand or some control over the niche uh, that they role that they play in the value chain but it is clear that if there will be increased pressure on the consumption, in especially in the U.S., is um, where we are a little bit concerned and we're closely watching some of the numbers that are coming out. So far, it seems like pricing is being held up in some of the staples um, uh, segment. Mm. But uh, we are definitely looking to see if there is any sort of reversal there, we would take a, a much more defensive stand. And another sector that's quite hot these days, ESG investing. What's your approach towards this space? How do you find the opportunities here? Yeah, we're committed uh, as a Nordic um, investment management uh, boutique. We are very much committed to uh, long-term sustainability. And I think it is um, a mega trend that will span over the next uh, decade, especially when it comes to green transitioning and into a lower carbon economy. And there are some clear differences between those companies that are well positioned in this area and the ones that are less willing to position their pivot their business model in this direction. 
And I think Asia will play a key role in this transitioning, and this is also why some of the, the names that, that I mentioned earlier are in our portfolio. So it's clearly part of our long-term strategy, and it, it, I think it fits perfectly well with having a long-term perspective as an investor. All right, we're in China Jensen. She is the Head of Fundamental Equities for Nidia Asset Management. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Hilda, and have a great weekend in advance. Thanks, Ryan. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.